0: Welcome to the FX Money Show Podcast. FX Money Show Podcast. Where your host, Nick, uses his 30 years of experience to demolish the FX markets while exposing the how, why, and when of Forex in front of your eyes. So take the foggles off. Subscribe and share with your most trusted friends. Pet the cat. (coughs) Yes, I've said pet the kitty cat. Chew some gum and put the headphones on the bone dome. Time is money. And this is the FX Money Show.
1: Hello, friends. Um, So this episode technically has a short video component. I have uploaded the video to YouTube. I'm putting the channel link in the description of this episode Uh, so feel free to jump over to youtube and subscribe and you'll see a lot more coming out with the episodes that do in fact integrate some video Uh, so thanks so much we'll see you on the other side good morning everyone here let me take a roll call okay enough with that So, June 6th, um, let's have a little bit of a, a focus here on intelligent money. We can call it smart money. The institutions, you see, the institutions have the benefit of knowing and seeing and trading with or against at times the Wholesale orders of corporates, of hedge funds. The core or the true import-export transactions. Payments for oil. Obviously, cross-border money flow for financial institutions to gain an interest rate advantage overnight. The foreign exchange component is in just about all of it. And this is why foreign exchange is so exorbitantly massive. Because foreign exchange is in just about everything. If it comes from overseas, or if the pulpwood to help create the paper comes from Canada into the U.S., there is foreign exchange. If the coffee cup I'm sipping my morning caffeine from, with water, came from China, well, there's foreign exchange on it. If the pencil I'm writing my notes with came from China, or Korea, or anywhere else, there's foreign exchange on it. But the institutions are the ones that see those wholesale or import-export deals. The retail trader never sees those import-export deals. All they see is what's happening on the chart. But it's the smart money participant, being the hedge funds, institutions, government agencies... Anybody who has an interest in the wholesale activity or massive quantity in exchange is typically a smart money participant. Sometimes they don't even have a concern about what the exchange rate is. They just need to get the deal done. Such is why at 8 o'clock in the morning, usually, uh, on a weekday, you'll see a larger influx in volume when the traders in New York desks are sitting down for the first time and placing those trades that they've got overnight from the wholesale side. But the retail sector doesn't see that activity. The retail sector only sees the charts. And typically, that's all they see. They don't grasp market volumes, they certainly don't understand market sentiment. In fact, many institutional participants don't understand market sentiment the way we do. But I'm getting to a point here. And the point is that if you're only able to see the charts, you cannot properly track the smart money. It's impossible. I've designed platforms that had APIs that connected to multiple, two dozen, institutional ECNs and extrapolated their volume analysis or their volume levels through all of their limit order books. That's volume analysis But the retail trader can't see those. The retail trader can only assume. The retail trader doesn't have the data behind all of those movements. So what are they left with? Where is the fair market access? Or the direct market access, which certainly doesn't exist for the retail participant. But where is fair market? Well, if transparency existed for everyone on an equal scale, well, then it would be fair market, but it's not. So the point here in this thread of Discussion or comment is that the retail trader can only build concepts. Right? Hence, why the retail sector is focusing on smart money concepts. But unfortunately, concepts are unproven, there's nothing behind them, it's an assumption. There's no fact behind them. And I see this all the time. I see this all the time. Matter of fact, most people that I teach have experienced smart money concepts prior to them coming to me. And in fact, yesterday, I saw on a video post that... Somebody was so thankful for somebody else that taught smart money concepts that their win-loss ratio had finally passed the 50% mark. What? Are you kidding me? So that's an absurdly low number and yes, you can profit with that. But is that what somebody should be risking their capital on? That's nothing more than a casino. It's a 50-50 chance. With data, matter of fact. But step away from concepts. Because there's only one thing that can lead the market facts and when those facts change the market changes the market doesn't change before the facts concepts only show themselves after the fact and that's the difference between institutional and retail the institutional participant understands all of the facts. And the retail participant is subject to price action. So my point here is, where do you risk your money? Do you put it on concepts? Or do you put it on something that you can visually see and recognize to be consistent? Because no matter how many strategies you put on a chart, and let's assume for a second, somebody comes into my office and on the chart, you know, they put a Fibonacci series. Or anything related, let's say 10 things that are related to smart money concepts. Yeah, 10 is a good number. And then somebody else comes in and, Put some other strategies on the chart. And before you know it, there's 30 strategies on the chart. And out of those 30 strategies that have been placed as predictions, or even if those strategies were placed on the chart with an honest level of history... And it showed 30 strategies, and out of those 30 strategies, some of them were 40%, some of them were 60%, some of them were 20% accurate, some of them were 80% accurate. The fact remains is that smart money concepts are within those. But once you put the facts over the chart. And if you eliminate. All of the lesser. Validated. Or the lesser. Of the strategies in terms of accuracy. If you whittled them all down. Even price would be taken from the chart. Because the facts tell you where the price is going. So take them all the way off the chart. You're going to get rid of the MACDs. You're going to get rid of the Bollinger Bands. You might have some Elliott Wave in there. and You're going to get rid of those. Then you still have some support and resistance. And without the facts of sentiment and volume, support and resistance is blind anyway. And it has to be responsive because it doesn't see or validate until price action. And there's no way of knowing as the price is climbing that there's going to be a resistance level. You don't know, so it's gambling. And then you're subject to waiting until price action pulls back to validate that sell. But pull the support and resistance off. Or the funny one is the order blocks. Order blocks are a retail term. Like concepts. It's just a general area where trades are going to exist. Or buyers or sellers are going to be within the vicinity. But that's all it is. So concepts you... Remove. They're not reliable. Then you get down to even a, like a whole moving average. Which in theory is just a moving average. In fact, it's just a moving average. So it has to be responsive. But a whole moving average is effectively, it tries to be a non-lagging Study, but it in fact lags. So, what's left? You have price that responds to volume, and volume responds to sentiment. So, let me do this. So, here is the data market sentiment. This red line. right? We know market sentiment leads market pricing. So, if you want a leading study, a move to the downside would have The prices following it. And a move to the upside would have the prices following it to the upside, or following it to the downside, or following it to the upside. This is how a leading component in the red line would be leading the yellow prices. But this is leading analysis, it's not concepts. It's not theory. It's fact. But this is what the retail trader never sees. Because the institutions have architected the market to keep it opaque. They don't want you seeing where prices are going before they go there. They don't want you to understand how it happens. But this is data. But now I'll bring prices back up in a line chart and there you go. You can can clearly see how sentiment in the red line is leading leading the price line. Leading the price line. Leading the price line. Leading the price line. At all the turns at all of them So do you want to use concepts? or do you want to use fact?
0: you've just listened to an episode of the FX Money Show, where every day Nick discusses analysis that drives traders' confidence through the roof. Subscribe to the podcast, enjoy the show, and discover your inner trader. The service of the FX Money Show is to provide foundational educational content to trading listeners of foreign exchange and other financial markets. Anything expressed in the FX Money Show by its producers or guests is educational in nature and in no way constitutes advice. You must understand the risks associated with trading financial products and use only capital you can afford to risk.